about to epoxy the floor. You um, like you record people or, or we trying to do out of there? Nothing, probably just um, just some content probably. I might record maybe. I don't want people coming to the crib to record though, but yeah. But I might just you know what I'm saying. Have a little setup or something. Yeah, I seen you were doing the interviews too, like um. Last year, I seen interview yeah, with Raj yeah, and Crazo, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, we were in the um, in the studio. As I said, I'm tired of uh, renting okay. <laughs> from other people. So I was like, man, I might as well, because the internet was all messed up, and it messed up a lot of stuff. So we had to put it on hold for real, but we backed this shit, though, for sure. That's where I was kind of at with it, just like we're building this place, just kind of having somewhere where it's like you don't need, it's just bare minimum, yeah. but just somewhere just to create and shit. And it was yeah, even like... Yeah. Somewhere to link up with the homies and yeah, yeah, hell yeah, shit like that. That's um, right. Yeah, my boy, uh, my boy Modern, he actually like started a show too, and he rented, he rents out studios. Yeah, but I see it kind of, um, it affects how many episodes you do. Yeah, because you might want to do a couple episodes a week, but you don't have the money to rent that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Not even that. Like the whole idea of the studio was to do the interviews in the studio. You know yeah. what I mean, but like every time there was, I had a studio with Bink. And Bink is like next door, and you hear him dump banging beats and stuff, all the vibrations, because he has like a whole sound system in the studio. Like, yeah. that shit is crazy. And like, I'll be interviewing the niggas, then they get off track, like, yo, this shit hard, man. I gotta have this beat, man. Yeah. They know that's him. <laughs> and shit, that shit throw off the interview and stuff. And then we got a whole session across from me, uh, a whole studio session. So, so we gotta be kind of quiet and at the same time. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a lot of people there at one time, so. Yeah, it sounds a little. Also, me too, I'm like, um, I try to, like, I don't hang out in here. Yeah. I don't just do bullshit in here. I, like, keep it just working here. Because mm-hmm. you ever heard, like, that's why, um, I think you told me this, um, that's why they say not to just hang out in your room. Yeah. Because your brain gets accustomed to doing certain things in certain places. Yeah. So if you just, that's what you're saying, yeah. Like, if you hang out in your room, it'll be hard to sleep in there when it's time to sleep. Hell like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, welcome to the Off World Podcast. Uh, thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, for sure. Man. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, thank you guys for tapping in. I'm um, sitting here with DJ DC yeah. um, from, bro, is based out of Chesapeake. Yeah, Chesapeake, yep. He's uh, the official DJ for 103 Jams. Is um is Rick G's on, on there too? Yeah, Rick G's. Who is, who is that? Is Rick G's is still up there? He said, who is he? Or Yeah, they just... Uh, is he like is he like um yeah, he's like got, older he's, era than you? Or is he yeah, like, he's, he's older than me. Okay. Um, He's been up there for when... The Buddha Brothers were on air. I mean, out here in this area. So he's and he's pushing T's DJ. Well, he was pushing T's DJ at one time. And yeah. So yeah, he he's 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 a big deal, man. He's actually he was at the studio I was in. Yeah. Uh, Music Theory Studios, man. They're a very dope studio too, man. Y'all gotta um, if you're on the area, check them out. Where's um Where's like 103 James ran out of? It's in Norfolk. Okay. It's in Norfolk. Um, right. By uh, Norfolk State, yeah, yeah. Right, right, like literally right up the street. Yeah. Before we, uh, before we like kind of get into like who you are and all that, like, um, uh-huh. what are just like your, what are your thoughts or kind of like the role of a radio DJ right now? What's mm. what's the difference between that and somebody who just travels on tours, being a DJ like on shows and stuff um, like that? You know what I mean? Radio is pretty much every day for me. I mean, but like. We reach a lot of different people that you might not think that they were even here. You know what I'm saying? Because we tapping with people who just truck drivers that drive through the city, and all they do is listen to the radio. Um, kids, of course. 
But we touch a lot of different people, and touring is pretty much. I mean, it's it's like traveling to me, but you're still DJing. I mean, you're still doing your same set. I mean, you might you're still traveling. That's what I think. I mean, it's no really difference if you're getting paid to travel. That's it. And do what you love is DJing. I mean, but you're doing a set. But I've Rick like for example, Rick G's. He was pushed to DJ. He traveled around the world, but he also got. Picked, he picked up gigs and stuff like you know what I mean across the country and shit like that, and that shit is hard. You know what I mean, there, there's perks in there's perks in both. I mean, being a tour DJ and a and a radio DJ, I would say. Yeah, I was thinking too, like you know how, you know how in the beginning of hip hop, like the DJ was forefront. Yeah, and then people say kind of like the DJ fell off. You know, say rap, but it's, I was thinking earlier. I was just driving. I was like, I guess maybe it's now it's different with the social media era, but pre social media. I guess the DJs kind of were still like the main ones because that's who's breaking the music on the radio. Yeah, that's at the end who... of the day, and at the end of the day, no matter how big you get, artists too. I mean, they're they're always gonna rely on us. I mean, the DJs to spin their records and get, to get it out there. Social media can do so much, but we're actually out there seeing the reaction of people when we play and stuff like that. When we get the reaction we want, then that's how you know it's really a hit. I mean, you're, of course, you have fans. For example, if you did music, your fan base is huge. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go everywhere you you go. But we also, for we example, the fans. radio, we tap into people who maybe never heard of you before. But yeah. you're really big on the Internet. I mean, that's you're going to have to come to us eventually. Hmm. I mean, that's what I tell artists, too. I mean, they can I mean, be cool. Like, yeah, I got the Internet buzz. And I'm like, okay, it ain't got to me yet. So and did nothing yet. Mm. That's how I feel. That's interesting. Yeah. That's how I feel. Who is um, who's some of your like? Who's some of your like uh, DJs that inspire you? For me, like I, I don't know if you've seen the Get Down. Yeah, I got hip to. I think it was Cool Herc, mm. who actually like um, I think he put the two turntables together. Am, yeah. am I right about that? Yeah, because he was a. Cause that, that, the reason I was inspired by because I told you I'm an electrician too. Yeah, so he was yeah. an electrician. So and he, he used that. Yeah, 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 he put. Hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and anybody you look to like that does that inspires you? Um, I just looked. I say uh, Kid Capri, just a style of DJ and his control of the crowd and stuff like that. I'm a real, I'm a, I would consider myself a, a club DJ also because I've I been DJing the club since I've pretty much started DJing. So I like people who can rock, you know what I'm saying, and actually take you on a musical journey. And I, uh, Jazzy Jeff does that. And he still rock the crowd. And um, Kid Capri, those are my top two, I would say. Yeah. DJ is who I look up to. Yeah, so yeah, so how how did you get into this? Like, can you tell us a little bit just about like childhood life coming up and ultimately? How oh, you guys starting off, I was doing? I mean, I was like any other person downloading music off Shazam. Yeah, you fucking LimeWire, LimeWire too, Shazam, LimeWire, all that. I used to download music and stuff like that, and um, and I used to uh, sell the CDs. How, how old were you when you did that? I was in probably uh probably tenth grade, tenth eleventh grade. I would sell CDs and stuff like that. Then I would um I guess like a party came, right? Like somebody decided to throw like a party in the backyard. So then, of course, when you throw a party, you need music. And of course I had all the music. No, I mean, because I was selling CDs. Okay, so. with the flip book the yeah, I had CDs. the flip book and the yeah. and the five disc changer. The joint it was my pops. And he had speakers too, so I brought those out there, and then like he just kind of went through the music while I was there, and then people were getting mad because you know it's like a long pause. I don't know if you had a CD 
changers before. Yeah. There's a long pause when you go to the next song instead of like it's mm, especially if it's spinning and it goes yeah. to another CD and stuff. So there's okay. a long like there's a long pause. So the music's loud and there's a long pause of me going to the next song and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I might push it like three times on accident and then they'll play some of the song and then cut off and everybody like, no, go back, go back. And then go to the next song. Yeah. They're like, no, what do you then they blame me? Know what I'm saying? So okay. the next day, uh, that actually happened in school. I mean, at the backyard party. And then so the next day at school, people was joking me, like, yo, what the fuck? You mess up the party, blah, blah, blah. The worst DJ ever. I wouldn't even DJ. I wouldn't consider myself a DJ, but they said I was like the worst DJ ever, but the, I so kind of ran with that shit. Did you like figure out to do something in between those pauses, or nah? That was my first time doing that. Okay. Like that's, I thought that's how I, I never used that shit before ever. I mean, like, did you do more parties like that, or? Oh hell no, hell no! I figured shit out. I went to other parties and and start looking up equipment and stuff like that, and going to the team parties, hollering at the DJs and stuff like that, and seeing what kind of. Um, Equipment they got, and then I think at the time I was working at Walmart somewhere, probably Walmart, and I saved my money and I brought turntables and I ended up buying the um, Toronto and, and and learning how to DJ and shit. Was this like, was this Stone Town Great? This was probably um me about to graduate. Okay. About to graduate, 12th grade, I finally got all the stuff, saved up the money and figured it out. And then when I was in college, I went to TCC for a little bit. And I ended up linking with Jack Spade's sister. And that's how me and Jack Spade ended up linking up. And he ended up giving me some music. And then, like, I was, he gave me a whole bunch of shit, like, a lot. So I was in my room just practicing that shit. So oh, you mean just, like, random music? music? Yeah. Okay. Before I was buying records and stuff, and, like, trying to blend them and stuff like that. But there was, like, that's, like, the old way to me. When I was growing up, like, that shit's, like, for old niggas. Yeah. Who do, uh, use records and shit like that and DJ like that. And... Jack and Spade hooked me up. No nah, man, it was history from then. I was in my room nonstop practicing this stuff yeah. until I got into a club. What made you want to do it like originally though? In like tenth grade, going to the parties like nothing. I always I always like music. I mean, I was in a band. Okay. I mean, I, music's been in my blood, bro. Like so, it was easy. Yeah. What are some? What are it some? It was fun. Yeah. My fun, my fun. Um. What are some like uh big differences you see now with just trying to get on trying to get your name out there you know what i'm saying doing live events like what what are some what's things that kind of what what's some things that kind of still are the same and maybe some things that change um none none really changed i mean it's still the concept of rocking a party um it's things that change is i mean i think maybe the venues and I guess the unexperienced maybe because it's so easy to do. Of the venue or no, as far as DJing now, like okay. you can anybody can get turntables now. Like it's easy to get and it work the same way. And I think that kind of with the unexperienced instead of like you know working way up to get better, but you're literally getting better inside one of the best venues out here. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, like it's saying that you're a piano player. So I, for example, you're a piano player. And then you get booked, somebody else calls out, they can't do it, and they find somebody 
and the, who else has a piano and they're playing in one of the biggest venues but they they have pianos though but motherfuckers don't know the difference of somebody who's good and who's not like the average person yeah they can yeah. play twinkle twinkle little start twink, twink, twink. they, they oh, they're like oh fine. that's i know that's <laughs> fine you playing too, but somebody will freak that joe on the piano like yeah. like you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's kind of like that to me i mean it's they they me- I get mediocrity is kind of yeah pushed it, a little more. I mean, it's it's nothing wrong with that, but then again, there's nowhere for them to even start. Like nobody's throwing parties out here no more like that. Like me, I had example. I DJ block parties and stuff. Then I worked my way to the club. To the club, I went to the biggest club out here. Then to the biggest club, I ended up getting on the radio. And like, there's no steps for them really to get better. And then I mean, also, except and, in the and, club. <laughs> so it's not nobody who's, I mean, oh, that's what I think. That's my opinion. And then people just want to be the greatest on first day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like with social media, it's like we all kind of see the end result of people's careers and the yeah. highlights and stuff. So it's like everybody kind of just wants that that instant gratification that I'm the best already and I just started. They don't want to, it's like it's cool to be like, at the beginning of your journey, mm. you might you gonna suck in the beginning. You are gonna be learning shit, figuring shit yeah. out, and it's like that's the beauty in it when you can look back and see like how yeah, far you exactly. Came. Like, there's none. There's none like that. I mean, there's none better than that. I mean, even even a even a success story from that. Know what I'm saying from you starting, even this, he's starting here, and all of a sudden you got a fucking national syndicated podcast. Know what I'm saying a little God stuff willing, like. Yeah, if you like, if you you gonna have a picture of her sitting on the couch, and they be like, "Wow, <laughs> you remember when we was right here and DC came through?" It's, it's gonna be the same Look, way. Two years bro. From now, like, she got like three assistants. Yeah, her, like. and she running this shit. She yelling at people like, "Yo, why is the camera this not pointing? The, I mean, the way it's supposed to be pointed, and why yeah. is it? I mean, all that stuff." You know what I'm saying? Like that's the success story. That I think people really get to have because they're hopping right. They want to be, like you say, the best. They want to be exactly where the best is at. They don't want to work their way up to be the best. That's my thing on that. I mean. Yeah, so for you, okay, so you you burning illegal music in 10th grade, putting it yeah. on CDs, yeah. selling it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you say you're doing that. You, you get the turntable, the official joint, senior yeah, year. Yeah, I worked I work at fucking McDonald's. Working at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, then you meet, so you meet Jack of Spades once you graduated? Or you say when you are in college? I gra- I'm in college. Yeah. And I, I meet Jack of Spade. Um, he ends up giving me music. My ass drops out of fucking college because I'm doing parties and stuff now, private parties and stuff, and I'm making way more money. Oh, so right there you're seeing like, okay, I, I can take this further. I'm like, hold on now. Like, I'm fucking working in, at McDonald's doing this, and I'm getting paid this. And I'm just like doing like maybe five, seven people parties, backyard parties, garage parties, and five, stuff like seven, that. And I'm man. getting paid to do this. Almost every week now. And I'm getting paid more than fucking McDonald's. Like, why the fuck am I doing this shit? So then I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and try it. Tried it. And then I just got better and better at it. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I ended up linking with, with, with a promoter. I ain't know nothing about that. I just knew that uh, I don't even know how the hell we ended up linking. But ended up linking with a promoter to those parties and stuff. Somebody told me who it was. I was like, shit, I, I mean, a party, like, he's talking about a party party, like one of those I used to go to. Yeah, like I do that. Parties? Yeah, 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 like a house party. Yeah. No, this was like an organized party, like, 
they'll find a building and somebody okay. will throw a party. That was this was like probably the first one I did. So I did that. I ended up doing that for free actually, just to get the experience the of first my one? Yeah, yeah, my first one. Rock that motherfucker because like the same people who I did the house parties with. Guess where they followed me to that party because they knew I was DJing. Same time I'm building my fan base while I'm working my way up, still building my fan base. So they follow me every. I'm talking about they follow me everywhere I went. Were you thinking like this at the time? Like I'm nah, I'm thinking nah. I want think I was just doing the shit for fun, bro. And niggas was fucking with me. Know what I mean? So from there. Got a little bigger, and I'm saying my name started getting out there. My name's on flyers now. We're passing them out, doing all the groundwork, passing out flyers, going to the malls and stuff. This is before like the malls were like all fucked the up. place to be. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, before before we met on Instagram, we met at the mall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Real for shit. Real. We did. Not me and you. I'm talking about like oh. people. Like we now we meet up on Instagram online and shit. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. At the mall. Exactly. Now we do he, Instagram like, now. Yeah, that's no, that's is like weird now, but I mean, it is what it is, you know, uh, it's future, futuristic shit. But yeah, did that. Shout out to my homie Deshaun, they were the gift and the curse. They had they would like wear a dance group and they do parties and stuff like that. So, um, they had all the girls and stuff coming, so it was a lot of girls. And when there's girls, the guys come. So yeah, that's, that made that's that Chico that, get the girls like that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. Get the girls, man. That's what the key was for me because I did a little segment where I played like nothing but slow music, and dudes love that shit, yo. Yeah. In the club, in the middle of a party, yo, playing slow music, yo, like that. There's nothing better than that, especially Wait. when you like a pajama party. Pajama. Like, come on now. Nah, I guess that, like, what was the joints called? They used to have the phone parties. The, yeah, all the stuff when they used to wear bikinis and stuff. Like, and you, like, come on, bro. Like, use <laughs> a little fucking horn dogs, bro. That shit was love. Yeah. Where did the, where did DC come from? Are you are you from that's, DC? No, that's my name. I got that a lot too, and that's another thing too that helped too because when I was doing college parties, when I started doing the college parties, a lot of people from DC they thought I was in DC, so you always and I was the only DJ yeah. playing Go Go, which is. I was the only one playing go in the club, yeah. yeah. Especially in the urban clubs and stuff. I was doing it at the college parties because they were there to play, but I used to do it in like the urban joints too, like out here, like the hood joints. So yeah, it was, that, that then was people thought player. I was from DC. So the college people used to follow me to like the clubs out here. You know what I'm saying? From the college parties to the clubs, they all followed me because I played, I mean, yeah. that shit. Um, are you what is um What's the college scene like right now? Because I was just listening to um, Joe Rogan's podcast, and they were kind of talking about they were talking about comedy in college. Because you know how comedians used to do like they'll do tours and hit college campuses and stuff like that. He's like they kind of stopped doing that because he's like college kids are like so politically correct now and so like you can't even tell jokes around him. He's like, is there is there a difference with the college scene right now when it comes to music and shit like that? Um, not really, man. I, I one thing I missed. It's probably it's been like two years because COVID was like like last year all the year and then not last year the was it two thousand twenty? I guess it's been has it been two years for it's COVID been, now. It's been like two years, uh, yeah. Because it's two, yeah, so two thousand twenty, and like in the middle of it, school starting up. Then they start calling everybody back, and then last year was all the way to like the summer again. Yeah, so yeah, about a year, but like I haven't. So I, I'll say two years. In the past two years, I haven't seen anybody like come up. Usually, there's always a DJ that comes up, 
Like a new DJ? Yeah, a new DJ that comes in as a freshman and works his way up, and then he he starts doing all the parties and stuff like that. Same thing with artists, man. Usually there's an artist that goes to, um, that maybe in, in, in college that got a buzz or something like that. The last probably... The probably the last person was probably running up Taj. Um, that was probably the last person who had a song going crazy, and then the college people was fucking with it. I mean, and you could see the reaction of them and it growing through them and then getting bigger. So that's probably the last person, man. That's what I missed though about it, and that's what's different to me right now. Um, other than that, they said the comedy stuff. Cause they're You're so, talking about like comedians, how like you know how just yeah people are sensitive, so, bro. Yeah, people are sensitive now. Yeah. They're sensitive as hell. So I mean, I don't see what, exactly. I mean, unless they want to sign something, they're like, look, we gonna talk about what the fuck we want. If y'all don't want us there, then it is what it is. There's other colleges that that will do it. <laughs> yeah. um, if not, then guess what? I'll do a show out there, book a venue, and they have all them coming my shit, and y'all won't get nothing. Not I mean, on the campus. Yeah, yeah off campus. It'll be good. Yeah. So either way, I mean, <laughs> so it's good okay. for them. Yeah. So so okay. So you doing? You did the first party for free. You went, you start end up getting paid for the parties. And so how do you how do you get to the radio? You know what I'm saying? Um, was it were you always on one or three jam? No, nah, I was on. Different? I was I was doing. My homie uh, DJ Boz had a. It was pretty much a podcast, but it was internet radio. It's like, they they yeah. would yeah they started that joint called Worldwide Radio they started that joint that was my that was kind of like my podcast you know what I'm saying I called it Nasty Time Radio because it was me Tisha D I think it was just Ruski up there it was uh, DJ Two Step Mastermind RP to him and I might be missing somebody else but it was a whole bunch of stuff up there just wilding out talking about shit and like people were actually we used to like promoted on social media before people really was promoting on social media. Yeah, what year was this? Damn. I don't know. I got to look at a picture, but it was a while ago. I still actually had the, video, the picture. I might yeah. bring it up. But I had like a mic. It was hooked up to a computer. And we used to meet up at this spot to do our show. We only had like three mics, so we used to turn it up loud so everybody was like... Yeah. They, but they could hear us, though. People yeah. used to actually click on the app and then they could hear us and that shit was crazy. That was like fun as shit. And this was only available online? Yeah, it was only online. That's it. And like, just us doing that, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? And people wanted to be a part of that, so they tuned in and people would be at work listening and stuff like that. And that shit was lit. We used to be on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's it. We used to be up there talking shit. Everybody was young, so there was probably people working at like McDonald's and stuff like that. Why? Why y'all working at McDonald's? <laughs> no, I no, Yeah, why they were working at McDonald's? They used to uh, tune in and stuff, and like fast food joints, joints that people really don't really w- would take serious. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Temporary jobs. Yeah, yeah, temporary jobs just to have a job. And there were people who just weren't doing shit that used to tune in, and we used to talk a bit. We used to talk a lot about a lot of stuff up there, man. That was fun. Of course, you know. You could tell who's serious with stuff when you start, when they start fading away, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've see, I see that already. And then, yeah. yeah, they start fading away and stuff, and you're the only one still taking it serious, man. So people stop coming to the joint, like, okay. But then, like, I end up DJing at the alley of mm. the street. Legendary that, spot in the 757 for those who don't know. And um, DJ Car- uh, Karee. Was on. He's on one or three jams. Okay. He was DJing at 
the alley one, on Friday. The thing was called like Brown Sugar Fridays at one time. That shit was crazy. And I used to come up there and open up for him. And then one day he heard me DJ and shit. He was like, yeah, you, you all right, bro? I mean, I I knew who he was. I went on the radio because I was like, yeah, I'm about to DJ for this nigga. I'm about to go crazy. Yeah. So I rocked that shit, opened up for me like, yeah, you pretty good. You know and I'm saying that's what's up. And then Fonts used to come in there to DJ Fonts. He used to uh, talk on the mic for him. And uh, Big B used to be on the mic too. So uh, pretty much everybody from 103 Jams was in the building doing something yeah. or swapping out at night. You know what I mean? Jack Spade was in there on a Friday and shit. It was, shit was at the alley. Yeah. This is when the alley was the alley when that gave it his name for real. Yeah. But he was in there. He was like, yeah, man, um, my girl, I mean, he's looking for a DJ for a show. I ain't know what the fuck he was talking about. After your set. Yeah. Right after my set. Yeah. You trying to DJ on the radio? I'm like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. I'm like, he's like, yeah, my girl um is looking for a DJ for her morning show and shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, I uh I'll give your info and stuff like that. All right, cool. So then I ain't know what station he was talking about. He was talking about hot ninety one at one of uh Nova State. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go up there and then it's like a whole thing. We got a little orientation and stuff like that. And we did a little mix and stuff. I I think it was like a DJ competition kind of they kind of set it up as but like it was, it was other, other DJs there yeah it was other DJs I I really can't remember I think it was a DJ contest but like I didn't think nothing of that. I just gave them a mix and then I don't know actually how I actually got on that radio bro but <laughs> yes. that shit's crazy now I think of it it just happened so it, so so I, I show. yeah I was on the morning show with them. Um, the hot morning show. It was me, Jazzway, uh, Sean G, and uh, damn, this is other. I forgot his name, man. That's my homie though. Then they had a pr- production crew and everything, so we went in there. I really didn't do nothing but mix, and then like talk a little bit. And then come in the next day, do the same thing, mix. DC, what's up? Yo, what's up, man? Y'all can download this mix, such and such here. And that's it. I ain't say shit. And then I then I start getting a little comfortable and start like talking, like really talking to this shit. Like man. they were like, yo, you should really, you know what I mean? You should talk. Like you should be here with us during the show. I'm like, all right. So then they start putting me in topics and shit like that. And I got more comfortable talking on the mic because I was nervous as shit because I'm talking to a whole bunch of people driving and stuff. Yeah. So watch out. It's a I mean, I got to wash my mouth the way I talk, too. I had to, like, change my, I mean, yeah. my tone and stuff, enunciate my words. Ver- you, like, my building words. your on-air personality. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And they was with it. And then eventually, like, niggas wanted, you could tell, niggas wanted to hear. I was on social media. They didn't understand that shit at the time. This is when Twitter was, like, one of the main things. Yeah. So I'm, like, tweeting and using hashtags, killing shit, trending on the joint. Yeah, my shit was, like, trending. Like, every time we went on air, my shit would trend. Mm. Every time, so you actually, so you were actually pivot hot ninety one with trend. I think yeah. I still got the the pictures. Oh wait, so this shit. is hot ninety. This is this wasn't one of three James. No, nah, this is hot okay. ninety one at the time. Okay, so like I said, I'm still building yeah. my way up. You know what I'm saying? From hot ninety one, and then the station ended up going that goes down because like a hurricane or something comes through. That's probably Isabel. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad one. It shit, the whole shit went out for like prior to like the next year. So then, Jadzway's done with it. Everybody's done. We built that shit. It was getting stronger and stronger. Then boom, the station already had a problem already because it kept going out. That's why a lot of people weren't fucking with it. Mm. So we were kind of building from there. I feel like wait, 
I feel like it's still, who is it now? Is it ninety one or I think it's eighty seven seven. I feel like they sometimes go out. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, it's like that's they probably they probably had their they probably got gave them their satellite. That's crazy, but yeah, they. Oh, wait, they, so these stations actually have a fucking satellite. Yeah, we, they their have their own satellite. satellite yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's just crazy how technology is. Yeah, so I know yeah. you'd be interested in that shit. You probably want to see some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Electrician. Yeah, that shit is crazy. So how yeah, how long were you? Uh, how long did that morning show last? How long were you a part of that? Um. That lasted a good year, man. A good year, and then after that, I always had ideas of of a show, and I'm saying like, "Yo, we should do this, and we should play a game on the show." You know what I mean, but like, it wasn't really my show, so I really didn't have no say so. But I'll give ideas, but like, nobody would do them. But so then I was like, "Man, I'm telling you, if I get my own show, I'm gonna have this shit booming." So then that shit cut off, and then uh, Doug Perry, he was the uh, PD. At, at the station at at the time, he was like, "All right, um, I need somebody for the afternoon." I was like, I'll do it. I mean, which is two to two to six at a time. Is no, that like prime time? Yeah, two to six is prime time. But I was doing the morning show for a while because they were still trying to figure some things out because the station just came back on. Then I was like, I brought Tisha D. I seen her. And she was on the. Uh, the ninety um, one. No, the the nat, the internet radio with me. Okay, okay. She was on the internet radio with me, and then she ended up. Uh, I bring I brought her on Hot ninety one with me. I mean, from the internet radio. Now she's on the radio with me now because I needed yeah. a fe- I definitely needed a female, you know, me voice in there with me, especially like topics about like relationships and all that stuff. And I think basketball wise was really oh, popular. So that was at the really time. talk and talk on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That we were there, like in there every day. I mean, I didn't want to talk about those things because those were the things that were really popular, like the basketball wives and all the ratchet shows and stuff like that. I didn't give a damn about that shit, but that was like one of the main things people were talking about. So I like, yeah, I need somebody like her to talk about that shit. And I add my two cents. Yeah. So so we were on at ten to two one time and then Doug finally got everything together, got everything right. And then I was on from the primetime hour, two to six. It was called the afternoon drive. That's what took the shit off right there. You know what I'm saying? Because during that time, two to six, there's traffic. Everybody's in the car going somewhere from two to six. You know what I mean? So that was like one of the strongest times. So I had my show together. I knew I was talking about. And I had the game. I... This is how this is how you know this shit was popping. When I had a game and I had no giveaways, it was just a game on the air, and people wanted to play that shit just to do for, just for shoutouts. Yeah. That shit is crazy. And I was like, man, if I could do that shit on one hundred and three, and we had giveaways, like you know how fucking powerful that shit would be. So, but before then, I was I always wanted to do. It. I wanted to do it on the morning show, so I ended up doing it there, and that shit like took the fuck off. It went crazy. Were you in tune with like the analytics of ninety one that show at the time? Like how many people are tuning in? And all yes, that? that's like we broke records there. Like yeah. we seen, we took this. This is exactly what happened. It's called shares. It's like how many um, shares you get an hour, and like we were getting like I think like point two point oh, which is uh, which is low as hell. Like one or three jams gets like fourteen shares. What is it? What is a share? What is share mean? is pretty much the numbers you get for. It's pretty much a. a it's like a pie. It's kind of a pie. We get 14 shares in our demographic and everything. It's, it's I got to show you the paperwork so you can see it. It's kind of hard yeah. to explain. Like, but when, Like how many, like I guess does it correlate to how there's, many people there's no, are listening? 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So 20 of the area of this area that we're in, the 757, and our satellite only reached out to like probably barely here, Hot 91, and then like to the beach, and that's it. Thinking no Carolina listeners, nothing. One of the jams spread out everywhere. Now, I mean, you could hear that shit in, in uh, Elizabeth City, Williamsburg. They had a better satellite. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And this is a college station, so we don't have shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we're getting two shares. That's our normal. Maybe one share. You know what I'm saying? One of the jams is getting 14 shares, 12, uh, 13, which is like the top. You know what I'm saying? None is fucking with that. Is that who y'all compete with at the time? No, nah, there no. Nah, that's there just competition what, for y'all. There ain't no competition for one or three at all out here, except ninety-five-seven to beat. That's the R and B station. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like for you guys, was mm-hmm. there other local like smaller competition that was more in your range? Nah, or? hell no. Nah. For us, for us, it was just us and one hundred three was playing hip hop and R and B. That was just us. So we're getting like two shares, and then like Z one hundred four. Yeah, they were trying to tap in with the hip hop. I don't know. At one time, they were start playing like a lot of hip hop, trying to tap in with that demo because their numbers were shitty. That's kind of what I came out listening to. Yeah, they their numbers were shitty. They were they were playing a lot more hip hop than they were like top forty records. So they were kind of dipping what we had going on and stuff like that. So we were getting two shares at one time. When I was on me and Tisha D, we had at least we were getting at least um, five shares. Five or four shares. That's a fucking lot. From two to like six and five, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a big jump. That, that's a lot. So that means if you're getting six, I'm taking from their shares. So they're okay. coming down to like 13 and 14 and shit. So when they yeah. see that shit, they'll be like, yo, what yeah, the, the fuck? fuck is, who the fuck are they? They yeah. look at that shit like, yo, what the fuck? Who the f- Who's on this shit? Who's doing this? Of course, they knew who the fuck it was. I mean, I was killing their ass. Wait, and who was who was running one hundred three at the time? Were you guys like younger, more like close to the um, youth? Like who was? was the- I think this this lady was running it. I forgot her name, man. Um, she she left soon as I got there, but I think she runs something like Radio One now, I believe. But she was there, and then after her, uh, Fonts was running it after her. Yeah. And then once Fonz got in control, he knew who the fuck was, I mean, because <laughs> remember, I DJed with him in the alley. He knew who the fuck was bringing those numbers down. So then I got the call. They called me like, yo, um, how's everything over there? I'm like, yeah, because I've been trying to get into him. I've been sending emails and stuff, and no one's responding to me. But he ended up calling me like, yeah, um, we're on separate meeting and stuff. So all right, cool. Went over there. But soon as he called me, literally, as soon as he called me, guess what? The station went down again. Ninety one. Yep. Right on time. So you're like, man, were you, were you, was there a part of you like, I don't want to leave? Ninety one. No, I wanted like, to leave because I okay. knew that shit was going to happen again. It's yeah. been going like, people that shit used to come on and come off. They used to like clown that shit on social media so bad, like the like the ghetto station, the shit they ain't pay their bills. <laughs> I can see it now. Yeah. So I'm like, right yeah. yeah. And then when it came back, everybody like, oh, Hot 91's back. Man, they ain't pay their bills. Man, that shit going to go off again. And then, and then it did. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, as soon as that shit went off, I got that call. I was like, yeah, I'm gone, man. Fuck that. I was wondering- and on top of that, I was doing that shit free. I wasn't yeah. get paid oh, for it. Oh, wait, the whole shit, time bro. you never were getting paid for it? No, Hot 91, no, oh, I ain't get paid. That's, that's what I'm So then now I'm getting yeah. paid for that shit now. I'm doing something that I did for fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is... And how many times yeah. a week were you doing the 91? Oh, uh, I was uh, Monday through Friday. Okay, so every day. Monday through Friday, five days a week. And I always wanted to ask, too, since I got somebody that's on the fucking radio here, be honest, do all the radio stations click up and play commercials at the same time? 
Because it, it seemed a nah, little odd. Like, why is a commercial at every station? It's a, it's a clock, time? bro. It's a yeah. clock. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, we're playing for the hour, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we know what time people tune in, tune out. It takes 15 minutes for people to get from here to destination. That's like the most. Do you try to play the commercial when the, when the most people are tuning in or? No, it's just, it's just numbers, bro. Everybody knows the numbers. Like every station knows they, cause they see what time everybody cuts off their car and all that stuff. All that stuff is monetized, bro. Like, they have meters and all the cars and everything. That's what the satellites do. Wait, say that, whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that one more time? They have satellites. That's what the satellites do. It can pick up when you're changing the station. Like, for example, we play... I'll give you an example. We play uh, J. Cole, Cricket Smile, a million fucking times. But guess what? If you don't like the song, all you got to do is change it. They'll notice and be like, yeah, let's take that song off rotation because people are not Changing fucking it. with it. They mm. can they see all that shit, bro. Wow. Just like they say, like, you're playing like Pandora and you skip a song, they get they track how many people skip the fucking song. They're like, yeah, let's take this shit off. It ain't moving. Mm. That's interesting. Do you see a future where cause you know you see, you know how now like social media, our fees are tailor made to us and what we like with the algorithms. Do you see a, do you see the radio ever kind of doing tailor made? It's already like that, bro. Really? It's already like that. How is it like that? Like it's it for example, like I just told you like, like so, I mean, but me and her driving in our cars at the same time, we're hearing the same thing on the radio, on mm -hmm. the same station. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we and guess what? Y'all hearing that shit, but when you got kids, for example, that's we're playing J. Cole, Crooked Smile. You're driving, and you hear your uh, five-year-old singing their heart out because they know the song, and they're driving, that's all they, they sing it together. You're not going to change that song while they're listening to it. You know what I mean? Especially if you like the song. If you like the song, if you really can't stand the song, you're going to change it. No, no, I mean, maybe you misunderstood. Maybe, I mean, like, okay, so let's say you guys have analytics of each car that's for each each radio that's changing it. You build a profile on what that person likes. So literally, so we'd hear different songs on the oh, radio. Oh, oh, for each car. Time, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, nah. The apps would do much. that. Yeah, the radio yeah. won't do that. I mean, it, it kind of already does. Yeah. Like the iHeartRadio app and stuff, it kind of okay. already, yeah. That app does, but not the radio. I don't think the radio would do that, nah. Mm. We just play what the numbers... Yeah. The numbers are also, um, so yeah, you so you touched on um, like building an on air personality. Um, what was that like in the beginning? And do you was there people in the beginning, like random people, like seeing you in the street or something, like yo, I heard you, I like what you said, or was was it was that stuff going on as far as like, like early on, like at Hot 91, you uh -huh. saw my like started talking and like building your on air personality, like. Yeah, girls. Like, what was that like? You know, yeah, what I'm girls used to come up. Oh my god, I love you so much. Cause like I guess Tisha, she'll have topics and stuff, and that's when like my real personality would come out. Cause I tell exactly how I feel about it and shit. And girls was fucking with it. And I mean, especially when it was a whole bunch of stuff going on when uh when we were on. Like everything was really about the artists and what they had going on behind their business. Cause the Breakfast Club, that's when they were real raunchy. They was going in on everybody. Okay, so the and, Breakfast Club was already out at this time. Yeah, the Breakfast Club was okay. going on. And yeah, they were like wild that time. Like that's when Charlemagne was really wild. He used to do he used to almost be beefing with people and stuff just because of stuff he said on air. I remember I've been tapping into them. Yeah, they and that was going on around that time. So she used to talk about it and I used to get my honest opinion about it and the people used to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So 
They used to uh, come to me, especially doing brain fart. Like, I go to the barbershop, like, yo, man, I can't believe that dude didn't know five HBCUs. He didn't know what an HBCU was. Oh, y'all yeah, asking people questions like yeah, that? Yeah, like, like. That's yeah, what they doing at, now on social media. That's that. You know I do. That? It's called brain fart, where yeah. I give them like 15 seconds to answer the question. Like, yeah, five seconds to name me five uh, types of water. Oh, uh, they were like Deer Park, uh, uh, Smart Water, um, like Dirty Water. Damn, with no prize know, though. But you know it, but like uh, the, the, I, you got to hear, you hear the click in your ear and everything, so it fucks with you. Yeah. And some people get it, some people don't. That's what makes it fun. But at the same time, if you're hearing somebody else do it, somebody screaming at the radio, like, "Bro, like, how do you not know that?" Shit? Like, it makes yeah. people riled up. You know what I'm saying? I get like, it. I get people it. People are really dumb, but they're playing along with me, even though they're not fucking. There's only one person on the air. I mean, on the uh, the call. Yeah. And that's what... It's the theater of the mind, yo. That shit is fucking lit as shit. Theater of the mind? Yeah. That that's um, Somebody was just talking about that, too. Like, uh, uh, Adam Curry. He was like... he Adam Curry is the guy who originally... He, he had the first podcast ever mm-hmm. in history, like, type shit, in, like, the early 2000s. And he was like... even So he still has it to this day. And he was like, he doesn't do video because mm. he likes to... I think he actually used those same words. He likes to allow people to use their... I think it's a theater of the mind. Kind of their imagination to what's... When you just... Just by hearing his voice and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I was going to ask you too. So so 103 Jams hit you. You said... Was it Jack of Spades that hit you to come over? No. Fonce was the PD was, at the okay, time. So we yeah, ended up so. coming over there. And Derek was the marketing president. So we ended up going in his office... And then he was like, yeah, how would you like to pretty much, how would you like to do radio and actually get paid for it? <laughs> that sold me all matter. Like, man, I already knew I wanted to come here. So, like, yeah, let's do it. How old were you at this time? Um, I think I was uh, five years ago. So I was probably like 23, 23, 24, one of them. Yeah, 23, 24. And then, yeah, from there... Hot 91 went down again on your way out. Yeah, it went down. So, and then I switched. And then when I made an announcement, it was like, oh, shit. I mean, then ever since there, it's been up since there. For real. Yeah. I was going hard for Hot 91, too, man. I used to take some of their banners and be at the cave and stuff. And post, yeah, post, yeah, I used to post, like, banners all around the cave in the bathroom and stuff, Hot 91, in front of the booth and shit. I used to go hard for this shit, yo. Uh, did your friend, you said Tisha? St- yeah, Stay Tisha there? He. Continue doing it when, when you left? Um, no, I think she I think she tried to do her own thing, but she ended up um, she ended up resuming her career, man, what she was actually going to school for while we were on air, man. She was actually going to ODU, and I'm super proud of her, man. She's got a, a child and everything. And the crazy thing is, yo, what I think is really true, because one of her people who used to listen to us all the time had a crush on her, and he ended up, you know what I mean, they ended up getting married. That shit's crazy. Wow. Just, That's what I think, wow. though. I got to ask I gotta ask him. Because I, I, I remember we uh we went, we got booked to do this party, and I seen him in there, and he was, like, messing with her. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, they end up getting married. <laughs> That shit's crazy. I got to ask yeah. him about that, too. Hard. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Shit, salute to her, though. That's my dog, man, for life. So. So, what did it feel like, man, just from fucking 10th grade, burning the CD, selling them to finally getting paid, like, for this? Like, what did what did that feel like, man? It felt good. I mean, I, I accomplished my goal, but, like, I still didn't reach my, my peak yet. I still feel like I haven't. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I feel like um, we forever feel like that though. Yeah, I haven't reached my full potential yet. Uh, what I really can do and and what I can do at the station yet because I'm still kind of. I was handcuffed. I really couldn't do nothing because I definitely was trying to pitch them the social media thing early. Like, yo, why the fuck we don't have a YouTube page? Why the fuck our Instagram following is not fucking booming right now? You guys now have well, a YouTube page? Yeah, nah, I'm about to, we about to start. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm about to start one, well, as soon as we can get people in the damn building. But TikTok, why we ain't got TikTok? We should be on top of everything. You know what I'm saying? Our Facebook and Twitter is the only thing that's popping. And pretty much Dominic the Diva did that. Pretty much when she was here, she built that shit up herself. Pretty much, isn't um, isn't the Breakfast Club on the same station as y'all? Yeah. How does that work? It's syndicated. What, what does that mean? That means like you can uh say they're doing a see you're doing a show now and then, and you'll be in like five different markets, so you'll be heard on. Um, 105.3 to beat in Norfolk, 95.7 a.m. It's still all iHeart radio stations, but you're syndicated in different markets. So you'll be heard at the same time all in the East Coast and, and uh, Florida, D.C., New York, Philly, and maybe uh, Kentucky somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you guys syndicated so, too? Um, no, we're not, but the Breakfast Club is. Okay. I think it's gonna end up being it's kinda like I think it's gonna it's kinda like satellite radio for them. You know what I'm saying? They they they're heard everywhere in different markets. Yeah. But they're heard if you got the iHeart Radio app, you can listen to them pretty much wherever on that app. Yeah. Much, yeah so. Um when did uh But that syndication is strong though, because you're touching a whole lot of different people. Yeah, so so yeah, you on the radio. You 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 getting paid for? Um, how did? Because I seen you had the you have an Amazon business too. Yeah. What what is that like? How, how does that work? How did that how did that come about? Started? How'd you get into that? All right. So um, when I was on the radio, I was doing a night at the cave. Um, Sundays that was like the popping night out there. Like I started, we started that joint. It was free at one time. We built that up. And Wait, that. I did it. I was there when I was on Hot ninety one. So I would say for both stations, like I we built that joint up, and that's like was a we built a lot of memories for people in there. You know what I'm saying? So I did that, and when I was doing that, I never I ain't spent a dime of that money. You know what I'm saying? I just saved it, and that was only like for one night. You know what I'm saying that Sunday, I I worked all week, and that Sunday money I ain't touch it. So I built it up, and I'm like, damn. Eventually, I wanted to buy a club. Because the way that club was going, you could feel it. It was at its peak. You could feel it, like, creeping down. People were getting older. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think he he's not putting a, uh, nothing new in here. Everything is still old and shit. He's not putting no money into it. I'm like, he's probably going to sell this shit, so I'm going to try to buy it from him. And you're talking about the cave in Virginia Beach, right? Yeah, Virginia Beach. Okay, yeah. So I wanted to buy it eventually. So then and it came to a point that shit started dying down. And he was like, yeah, I think I might try to sell it. Like, yo, I'll buy from you. You know what I mean? Bring me price. Of course, he gave me the bogus, the crazy ass bogus price, price ever. He son. might said like $5 million. The bogus price ever, yo. And I'm like, damn, I made you like all this money. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen him ride on his bike with fucking 60 racks in one night. 
<laughs> going to his house. On his bike, yeah. Motorcycle or? Motorcycle bike. Okay, yeah. I was like, he had a Like, bro, like, on one night, I mean, I'm like, all this money, and I was pretty much getting pennies from the joint, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you really going to try to sell me this joint for this much? Like, get out of here with that shit. It was so bogus that he dropped it down at least 75% of what he told me. The price? Yes. And I still went by because I got some real contracting people who, like, I'm not a dumbass, no matter when it comes to this this house shit. It's pretty much a house, you know what I mean? Because I, I flipped before, too. So I'm like, I got contracting to come in here and see what's wrong with this motherfucker. And they seen so much shit. Like, bro, like, there's a whole rat infestation up on top of the building, in the, in the attic, the the... Shit has been flooded out before. There's water damage. The shit is in the worst. The the sewer back up. And that's should need a whole remodel. A whole remodel. Yeah. The shit got to be knocked out and dug up. Mm. Like the the pipes and shit. It's so fucking bad. And I'm like, bro, like that's gonna be like twenty times what the fuck he charged me to get fixed. So especially yeah. on the beach, and you gotta get all those permits and shit on the strip to get all that shit. That shit's gonna take forever. And thank God I didn't end up buying it because as soon as as I was trying to buy it, COVID hit and everything got shut the fuck down. And I was like, open up? yeah. No, nah, they knocked that bitch down. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was thinking about buying a lot of stuff out there. I didn't know what to do with it. I saved it. I, was, I wanted to invest in something. So then COVID hit. Stopped DJing and shit. I'm like, fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? I got to think of something to do. So and you're then, not on the radio at that time? I'm still on the radio. During COVID, okay. During COVID, I'm still doing radio, but radio is changing. Like, we can do this shit at the crib now. Some more shit, they give us, like, this technology that we can do everything at home now. This shit is crazy. I don't like that shit. But it's convenient sometimes. But yeah. so I end up going with this company with Amazon, right, called Jim Blue. I was like, fuck it. I, I need some, some money. I need to figure out something. So then I going with a company, learning how that whole Amazon thing would work. I was there with them for like, I'll say like eight months, seven months maybe. What were you doing for them? I was delivering, bro. Okay. I was delivering, trying to figure this shit out because it won't, it won't no fucking work. I mean, niggas just trying to figure out hustle. I'm like, damn, what the fuck am I going to do? So I'm sitting there in the truck trying to figure something out. What the fuck I'm gonna do with this money I saved up with a junk? So were you basically being an employee for the business you have that you're owner of now? No, I was an employee for a different company. But like doing the same thing? No, no, no. Okay. I I run this one. That's what I'm saying. Now. But like, was it the same type of business that you own? Yeah, the now, same one. Yeah, so yeah, first, so yeah, so I learned was, the game there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I learned all the stuff they did wrong and stuff. Stuff I didn't like they were doing. Um, I even asked the owner, like, yo, what'd you need to start this business? She's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, they yeah, give me, they give, no, not even that. They give me all the bad stuff, like, yeah, it's this, is this. That's that. something you know, though. I'm like, okay, yeah. but I never listen to anybody when they tell me something. I mean, I'll, they'll tell me this and I'll go look it up. Mm, yeah, for sure. The stuff I wanted to hear, I'll look at, just like my DJ equipment. I ask them for advice. They either they give it to me, they give me some some type of lead, and I go do the research myself and figure out exactly what I need. But I looked at it, shit like cool. So I went online, looked at it like, damn. So you need this much to start. I got this much. Um, they got a lot of people. They got a lot of people. They got a lot of people working. So somebody's doing this. Somebody's doing fleet work. Somebody's doing the administration work. Somebody's doing HR. You got a whole bunch of dispatch. All that shit needs people. You need to fucking trust pretty much. 
Like, you got to have some people to trust. So we ended up getting my family involved. Oh, because it's a family business, too? Yeah. All right. I ended up getting yeah. my family involved, and and it's been up ever since there, man. We ended up getting, like, getting getting a, a DSP there is like the fucking lottery, bro. Wait, so. Real. It's hard to get in that motherfucker. Uh, what do you actually do? Are you a, was it is it a fulfillment center? No, no, it's a, a, a distribution partner. How, how does that work? Like Pretty much, that? pretty much. The fulfillment center, the fulfillment center. Say if she's say if she's selling hair or something like that, right? She'll bring it to the fulfillment center for Amazon to ship it out to the customer. To the customer, say she has like a hair product on Amazon.com. Yeah. So she'll put it up there. She'll have like you know her reviews up there and stuff like that. And somebody like yeah, I'll order two. So pretty much, say our hair's in here. She gets it. Some on her phone, yeah, such and such from Hawaii wants to buy two things, so she'll package it up, her packaging, and then she'll bring to Amazon, and Amazon will package it up, send it to the warehouse, goes into the warehouse, and it gets sorted for somebody's route, whoever is dealing where I say, Wyoming, where I say, Kentucky, Hawaii. whatever, Hawaii, whatever, and then they'll, they'll put it on somebody's route who has a DSB who's delivering in that area. Put it on that route, and then they'll put it on the Amazon truck, and then they'll ship it to They'll drop it off at their front house. It's like a whole chain, bro. So the fulfillment center gets it to you guys, or you guys get it to the fulfillment center? The fulfillment center? center gets it to the warehouse, okay. and the warehouse gives it to the drivers, and the drivers deliver it. Are you the warehouse, or what are you? I'm the DSP. I'm the DSP. I control the drivers. Like okay, the, okay. The, the, the We're the distribution partner people. Oh, so you're we, just the drivers. Yeah. You go to these places to get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we so pick there's no up. actually product at your at your spot. Hell no, no, okay. no. We don't do no. We just deliver the packages that come in from the warehouse. That's it. Yeah. And you yeah. got like a hundred employees, right? Or like uh, I, I got. Like, we had during peak. We had over a hundred employees. Yeah. During yeah. peak season. What is like? Yeah. Like what is um? What are some things you learned just like running? Like it's like that's kind of like a big business. Like running. Yeah. That, this um, is this is legit. you said like this is like some real shit. Yeah. Bro. You said like, like it's hard to find. I, you always hear it's hard to find good people. Like. Yeah, yeah, it is. Some, it is hard. It is hard, but like, but any job, like, for, like I kept mentioning McDonald's, like, you don't use that as a, as a stepping stone to do better things. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that working there because there's been a lot of guys who were in college that were there just until they graduated. They use it as a stepping stone to start their business. They saw how we were running the shit. You know what I'm saying? And they're going off and going to try to start their own shit. There's a couple people who graduated, like from ODU and stuff that in Nova State that were working with me, and they end up doing, I mean, other things with their business degree that they were working on to do. You know what I'm saying? But that's one of the things I learned. They're not going to be there forever. You know what I'm saying? And I understand. That's what I understand now is like it's a stepping stone to do other things. Everything is a stepping stone. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I've, I've thought about that too, bro. Just like these big, like, Walmart, whatever, a, ho- a hospital, like any type of business where there's literally like hundreds or thousands of people, like just how crazy it is to be able to get everybody on one page to like mm-hmm. accomplish a goal. Or like just imagine like fucking building a spaceship. How many people are on the, got to be on the same page and like whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Even if you go down, we could break it down to anything like a big venue, all mm-hmm. the security guards that have to be on the same page to yeah. hold that down the right way and like, that's just crazy to me, like that. That um, I guess that's what it's about us humans too, but that's why we got so far because our 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 ability to work together. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Yeah, this whole shit is like, the whole Amazon thing is like a fucking, it's a machine, bro. But it's like, it's like a machine. It's like, a, I'll say it's like a plane being built in the air, though. A plane? Mm. It's like a plane being built in the air, man. They're, they're they're coming up with different things while the shit is still running. While it's still running, like they're implementing rules and 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 adding new technology as it's still running. I mean, for example, like the apps and stuff like that, they're updating stuff. They're doing a lot more things to help the drivers. They're adding, hey, okay, so let's ride this ticket. And uh, all your vans have to have cameras in them. So we got to pretty much have a deadline to get all that shit in and all that. It's like, a, it's it's crazy, bro. It's yeah. just some, like, they, they, we have to, I literally have to check my email, like, all day because they continue sending crazy shit. Like, for example, I'm about to get some box trucks, but they're not box trucks. They're electric box trucks okay. that don't run off. They run off electric and it's, Good for the fucking environment, mm. and they don't look like the typical, you know, like a uh, like a Mercedes UPS van or something. No, UPS box truck. Okay. They, have, they have Amazon ones like that too. Okay, you, you barely see them, but they have them. Is it true? I heard. Is it FedEx? It might be UPS. Does, does Amazon do this too? I heard. It, um, I think it's UPS that they build all their own trucks and destroy them when they're done with them, so nobody can have their trucks. Is, have you heard this? No, I ain't heard that before. Cause it's Ford. It's all through Ford and Sprint and us. Uh, not Sprint or Mercedes. Yeah. Also, while, while I'm Ram. thinking about it, yeah, have you? I kind of don't like this. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know if you've noticed. I think it's because with the pandemic and everything, everybody's been inside. Everybody's ordering more shit offline. But they're hiring like, re- like they're hiring people that are delivering packages to people's houses in regular cars and like unmarked trucks. Have you seen this? Yeah, I don't. I don't really like real. that because I feel like that's kind of like. Somebody else could you can get they're accustomed called, to seeing random cars and then it could be a random car on some shit that comes up. Yeah, they're like, called they're called flex drivers. Yeah, what do you that, thoughts, that, man? I mean they, it's cool, it helps with us. It helps y'all get y'all shit faster. But so. do you think that they should be marked <laughs> in some way? They're supposed to. They're supposed to have Amazon vests. They are, but not their cars. Everybody I've seen because I remember the but first have, time I seen it, my bad to cut you off. I seen a dude, I was like, yo, who are you? I was like, What are you doing? Like, who are you? He was like, oh, I'm just delivering the package. I was like, What? There's no Sign Mark car, like, yeah, I think they need to work on getting people. It don't cost much to get a sticker to put on the side of their car while they're delivering. Same thing with Domino's. Like they drive their cars, but they have the thing on top that says Domino's yeah. under Trump. I mean, so they need to work on that though for sure. Because I've I've seen them load up. People will be driving their uh, Jaguars, delivering in their uh, Hellcats and stuff like <laughs> I that. I see on that. I've yeah. seen it. And trust me, I've seen it, bro. They deliver it in. People looking fly as shit. Like, no, they the stu- they stuffed them shits in there, man. But like, I mean, it's good money, but. It's kind of dangerous, like you said. I'm saying delivering your own shit, and then it'd be the spots where you don't even think that they get packages way back here in the fucking. I didn't even know it was a house back here, like the yeah. one of them dirt roads. Like there's this. This yeah. is crazy. See, bro. Actually, I was thinking it could be dangerous for the homeowner, but it could be dangerous for the driver. Oh too. yeah, it's definitely yeah. dangerous for the driver. You know what I mean, but yeah. I mean that's. On no. them, they want to take their time on their route. Definitely. <laughs> Instead um, of getting this shit done. Yeah. And I like how you said how the um the business, the market is evolving as it's going. And it's like, it's crazy because it's like, it's just because I feel like the world is evolving and it's like at a faster pace. The world keeps changing so fast. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm 26. So I don't know how mm-hmm. things were always, but it's like, I feel like, I'll, I feel like damn near all businesses are now like connected to like society. 
and they're like changing with society at like yeah, a weird rate. It's like I don't know, like what's yeah, happening. It's, here? it's making everybody lazy. That's what it is. It's making so you don't have to do shit, and it'll everything will come to you. So where the point is that you won't have to drive. Only people who's driving is people who's getting paid to drive. To to that point, I mean, and it's getting connected to what people want. I mean, people want fast. They want their shit. But I mean, it is what it is. It's just you just gotta adapt. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Do you uh do you see artificial intelligence phasing out drivers? Yeah, bro. I see. You see what's happening. Going back to McDonald's, bro. You have you seen like you can actually order your stuff just by pushing the button. Yeah, the, I don't even go to McDonald's anymore. But yeah, I'm just saying like that, yeah. it's fast food anywhere. Fast food like anywhere yeah. you can order drinks just pushing the button. You can. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have some type of probably like three people working at McDonald's at one time. Like you don't even have to use. You don't even need anybody to register no more. Yeah. Like you can just Apple Pay it, like, and it gives your change whatever it is. You can give direct exact amount of money that they want. You don't have nobody. You don't need nobody to count this shit except look at the numbers. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So the cashier job is done. Let them find out how to flip the patties and shit. <laughs> it's a fucking rap with drop fries and shit. And like that shit is a rap, bro. Yeah. You just need somebody to make sure that shit run right. Yeah. Damn. We gonna see where that and shit push goes, the man. That's yeah. shit we gonna see where it goes. Um, we uh, yeah, we uh, we about an hour in, man. Too. Yeah. I know you said you got to leave at nine, so That's I don't. Want, it's nine o'clock right now. Oh, yeah, I don't want to yeah. take up too much of your time, man. Um, I, I appreciate you for stopping by, man. Do you you have anything you want to leave the people with? You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. Um, just just if you like doing something, man. Eventually, if you like it enough, you'll find out. You'll find a way to make money off it. I mean. Stick with whatever you want to do. Just fucking do it. Don't fucking think about it. Just fucking do it, man. Especially if it's like, like for example, this podcast, something like that. Like you like you wanted to do this shit, you end up building this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you really want to do it. If you didn't want to do this shit, you wouldn't have built this shit, bro. Because this is like, I mean, I know it's a spot, though, but. It takes some time. Takes yeah, some time, it's, this shit is fucking lit. I mean, Thank I would you, love man. to fucking build one of these shits. Like I said, if you need some help, my electrician, I can, I, I can help. I'll for sure, help, man. You know I might have to holler at you, man, because. This is hard. I had to build me something in my garage. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Um, I feel like that's a fire spot to leave, man, man. If you wanna if you wanna do something, man, bad enough, you yeah, gonna find yeah, a way. It's gonna well, make sense eventually, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, you need me for anything, you just highlight me, man. I got you. For sure. Um, yeah, man. We we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, once again, bro, thank you for stopping by. Um DJ DC's uh links will be in the description. Definitely check him out. Um he might have he might be are you available to book for people? Yeah, just okay. highlight me, man. Instagram yeah. at DJDC757. Just highlight me. Um, of course, it's a price tag. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Have your money right. That's um, it. Yeah. Bro's yeah, link yeah, will be in the description. This, um, this, I mean, yeah, for sure. I got you. Thank you, guys, man. Like I always say, uh, fuck with the artist from the 757. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. All right. Hell yeah, man.